0: Hello, welcome to Ona Ross and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal. No, 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 no. We take part ourselves.
1: Yeah, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Ross Blotcher.
0: And I'm Carrie Poppy. And today we're going to tell you about ionothermy.
1: Ionothermy?
0: Ionothermy. Now, don't go thinking it's ionothermy.
1: That's what I went and thought.
0: I thought it too. I thought it too.
1: And you said, no, there is no no in ionothermy.
0: Exactly. It's like there's no I in team. But There is an eye in ionothermy. <laughs>
1: there's quite a few eyes in ionothermy. Yeah, you're
0: right. Three eyes. <laughs> Three eyes.
1: I now picture you Vanna well White walking to the board and flipping around <laughs>
0: all the eyes. The eyes
1: you just purchased.
0: You know, in that game, when you buy a vowel, if there's more than one <laughs> of that vowel, do you have to pay for all all of them? or do
1: you no. just pay once. Yeah, I think it's a flat rate for oh, okay. all the instances That's of nice. that. Though. We're easily distracted. <laughs> we're here to talk about
0: Pat Sajak doesn't believe in climate change.
1: Oh, Pat.
0: I know. Anyway, we both wish we were skinnier?
1: Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I would gladly take some weight off. After losing quite a bit of weight with Purium, I have gotten it all back. Oh, yeah. You heard about ionotomy? Yes. I'd I'd never heard this uttered before. And when I looked it up, I said, let's do it.
0: Yeah. So I was on a cruise this last year. Yeah. Yeah. Not
1: any old cruise. No,
0: on the love boat. (laughs) Truly the love boat.
1: Amazing. With an actual person from the love boat?
0: Yeah. I mean, not as my date, but yeah. So Drew and I are really big fans of the love boat. So for our anniversary, I got him this princess cruise. So yeah, it was a special love boat themed cruise with Gavin MacLeod on board Captain Steubing who was also, of course, Murray Slaughter from The Murray Tyler Moore Show, my favorite show of all time. I
1: was explaining this to somebody else, and they said, oh, who was it from The Love Boat? I Uh said, I've never seen The Love Boat. Oh,
0: man, you got to see The Love Boat. I said, I'm pretty
1: sure it's the captain, because there was a picture, Mm -hmm. and he was wearing the white hat, and they said, Captain Steuben? And I said, yeah, I think so. (laughs) I didn't know.
0: (laughs) It was. Okay. Oh, my God, I got to meet him. I got to talk to him. We talked about (gasps) the Cristiano brothers. It was all... Oh, Perfect. he was
1: in one of their movies? He's
0: been in two Cristiano <gasps> Brothers movies, Time oh. Changer and The Secrets of Jonathan Sperry.
1: Now, this <laughs> is incredibly obscure, this reference that you're <laughs> totally, making right But
0: now. I'm a big Gavin McLeod fan and a big Cristiano Brothers fan, so you can bet I know about this information.
1: Okay, if people are wondering who the Cristiano Brothers are, which movie would you recommend they see first?
0: The appointment. Oh, really? The appointment is the best one. Oh, okay. Followed by Pamela's prayer,
1: which is one I've seen.
0: Okay. Oh, that's that's the only one you've seen. It's the only one. You got to park up here all weekend.
1: Okay. And watch yeah, we need we need to have a brothers. Oh, brothers! I forgot to tell you, I got Communion on Netflix, the Whitley Strieber film with Christopher oh, Walken. Oh, awesome!
0: Oh, let's watch it. Okay. Let's Christopher watch it.
1: Back to what we were talking about.
0: Anyway, Drew and I went on this cruise, and while we were there, there there's a spa on board Mm -hmm. on level 16. Important. And Hmm. uh, it's not important. No. But we went up there for. Some like free raffle slash presentation, which (laughs) cruises are very fond of. Okay. Getting you there to be like, you have a one in 30 chance to win some crap. But while you're here, we want to upsell you on
1: Uh, a bunch of stuff. uh
0: So we went up there and had to wait through several presentations. And one was about ionothermy. So a woman came up and she explained what ionothermy was. She said it's uh, a sculpting procedure. Mm. That helps you get the physique that you want. A lot of people get it for their waistline. Uh, Some women get it on their thighs or their buttocks, anywhere that you're like, gosh, dang it, this just little bit of extra weight won't go away. Mm -hmm. So I said to myself, I said, this sounds potentially great and potentially like nonsense, which Mm -hmm. is exactly our sweet spot.
1: If only we had a podcast. (laughs) To look into such things. <laughs> exactly. Th- that would give us an excuse to pay money to have this done to us.
0: <laughs> right. For me, it's all my belly.
1: Mm-hmm. What about you? Oh, sure. Yeah, the belly. Yeah. I-, I find I just naturally am always kind of holding my stomach in.
0: Oh, like a pregnant woman? Oh, oh, I thought you meant holding it like with your hands.
1: No, like I'm using muscles uh. to kind of keep my stomach in form. and. I don't think about it. I think it's just kind of a natural thing. I'm always slightly flexing my stomach. But yeah, if I let it go. Got a belly there. Wouldn't mind getting rid of.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I store all my fat like a boy, right in the middle. Not on my like legs or butt like a lot of women. I just keep it all I like to keep everything in one place. I wanna know where it is. Yeah. So, yeah, I texted you and was like, can I do this for the show? And you said, "Uh, yeah, as long as I can do it, too.
1: I looked it up immediately and found there were a few places in the L.A. area that Mm -hmm. offered it. It seems to be spread out across the U.S.
0: And apparently very popular on cruises.
1: Yes, which I didn't realize till later. But I saw that all of the Equinox Fitness spas Ah. offer ionothermy. And they're a, I think, well-known gym Uh that's all over the place. And so I was entering in different addresses and found that the one on Sunset Boulevard in the Hollywood West Hollywood area, that seemed to be the closest one. So Mm -hmm. I called them up, and they at first didn't know what I was talking about. The person at the front desk said, well, let me go talk to some people. I'll be back. And they came back and said, oh, oh, I think... You're referring to the body melt. We refer to it as body
0: oh, melt. Oh, okay.
1: I said, sign me up. and Melt this away. Yeah, how much was yours going to be?
0: So mine was 165
1: Okay, mine was $210. Oof. Yeah, so you're getting a real deal. Good thing you went to that presentation.
0: <laughs> yeah, a real steal of a deal. Although they do have you put... Compulsory tipping on top of it, so it ended up being like one hundred and eighty-three something.
1: Oh, okay, like that. I tipped twenty dollars, so okay, two hundred thirty. There you go. Keeps ratcheting up. Do you feel that other people signed up for it after that presentation?
0: I don't know.
1: I like the thought of you being the one person in line.
0: <laughs> yes, me please. It, it, well, it wasn't. Immediately after that, I signed up. I came back up to the spa a day or two later and signed up.
1: But how do they do it? How do they sculpt your physique? How do they okay. make you lose that belly fat? Great,
0: great question, Ross. The idea here is that there are special oils that seep into your fat cells, remove the toxins, which is what really gives you fat and cellulite.
1: Hmm. Toxins, okay.
0: Right? Hmm. Uh, get all the them toxins out, shrink those fat cells right on down, and then you get a nice tailored little look but in order to get those compounds into your skin you don't just put them on there that would just be you know child's play mm-hmm. instead we're going to put clay on you
1: okay clay so we got oils we got clay that should be enough
0: uh nope and then we're going to hook the clay up to an electric current you know what and then we're going to stimulate your muscles so they contract.
1: Oh. And that's going to
0: suck DEM oils in.
1: Mm, interesting, because it's sounding a lot like the flex belt.
0: Uh huh. And then those oils are going to go directly to your fat cells, flush out those toxins into the bloodstream where they will make their way to their kidneys and you will pee them out.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. And you will lose inches.
0: You will lose. Get this. Up to eight inches in one session.
1: Okay, that is a crazy bold claim.
0: Yep. So now remember, up to includes zero. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, always watch for those words. That's very important. (laughs) Up to and... We'll find out that this includes some very clever accounting where they say you can add cumulatively any inches taken off multiple sites on the body where you've applied the electrodes.
0: Right. So if you lost half an inch at your waist Mm -hmm. and half an inch at your butt and you lost an inch.
1: Right. And uh, if you lost another inch on each thigh, now we're talking about three inches.
0: And then they're using a tape measure on you in multiple sites. So, you know, the wiggle room gets a little bigger and bigger.
1: Especially if you get creative with how you take those measurements.
0: And especially if you believe in it super, super hard, and you're excited for your clients, and you measure her before, and then you measure her after, and you're expecting to see a reduction... It's probably not yeah. too hard to pull that tape a little tighter without even meaning to.
1: All kinds of wiggle room here. Yep. But what happened? How did it go?
0: All right. So I made my appointment. They tried to sell me three of them for like a slight reduction in cost. They said that that works a lot better. A set of mm. three, you'll see a lot better results. I said, nah, I think I'm just going to stick with the one.
1: Yeah. We'd be talking like 540 yeah. bucks now. Yeah.
0: Something like that. So I went up. To the spot, my predetermined time.
1: Was and it on floor number 16? Yes, that's it a, was. That's an important that's floor. That's
0: important. Exactly. <laughs> it is also where the chapel is where I went to Sabbath service, Jewish Sabbath oh.
1: service. Yeah. Go into the chapel and, and I'm going gonna to get me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I went up for my appointment and. Checked in at the front and they gave me some paperwork. I had to go in the back, change into a robe, sit down with my paperwork. They told me to drink water. So I did, Mm -hmm. because you're gonna want to flush out those toxins eventually. So you need, you know, smooth running current. That makes sense. So I uh, I go in, I fill it out, and while I'm in the waiting room, there was a book of testimonials by people who had gotten ionothermy before.
1: That's the best form of evidence (laughs) is a bunch of people talking about how excited they are.
0: You know, it can bolster existing evidence. But yeah, that was the only evidence offered. There
1: was I'd no say. science section.
0: Not in this particular
1: <laughs> Okay. But we were being was... sarcastic, by the way. If you're listening for the first time, <laughs> testimonials are uh, the worst form of evidence.
0: Well, they Just can be added to...
1: By themselves.
0: Right. By themselves. They are not strong evidence. So I, I started reading through these testimonials, which are handwritten and from former cruise passengers. And... Everybody is like, I love Janine. Janine is the most amazing woman. You should have her do everything on board this ship. What an ionothermy specialist. She's so amazing. And her her zest and zeal just penetrated my soul. I mean, it's so effusive. Whoa. And everything is just like Janine, 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 Janine. Please tell me you
1: got Janine. I
0: am waiting for Janine to come out. Oh, no. Did you get like Michael? And she goes, hi, I'm Lou. And I was like, ah, fuck.
1: Where's Janine? Where the hell is Janine? (laughs) What did you do to Janine?
0: (laughs) But, you know, they all have these very short contracts on cruises where they stay for six months or whatever. But I didn't see Lou mentioned once in that notebook. Oh, no. I know. So anyway, I go back with Lou. I'm thinking this is a bust. (laughs) No, she was super sweet. She was from the UK. So we went in the back and she said, what part of your body are you concerned about? And I said, well, in my middle. I hold all my fat in the middle like a boy. And she said, ah, yeah, you know, it's a lot of people's problem. Cool, cool, cool. So she explained what the process would entail. And then she said, OK, now I want you to get completely naked, except I'm going to give you these disposable underwear to put on.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. OK. So
0: I had to put on some disposable underwear.
1: I can see now why that would be a good idea, though. After my uh, experience,
0: yes, yeah, and I had promised you I'd take photos, and I was like, "This is not a very photographable, <laughs> not
1: conducive to your photographing." <laughs>
0: yeah, so I did what I could. So she, uh, she came back and she paid me a compliment. She said. Oh, this is mostly for cellulite, and I don't see any cellulite on your body. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, "Oh, wow. Okay. Well, thank you." Someone
1: who's motivated to find cellulite on your yeah. body.
0: Yeah, I thought, okay, polite and um, <laughs> not upselling me. I'm
1: gonna write you up in this booklet.
0: <laughs> Lou is the best.
1: <laughs> A positive ray of energy.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, but she said, "But you know, it can it can also still take half inches, you know, of just pure fat, even if it's." Not cellulite, so I was like, "Okay, you're right. I'm, I am beautiful and perfect, but I do have." I Carrie would still is flicking like to, her hair over there. <laughs> still like to lose a couple Stop. inches. Stop. So she said, "Okay, so first, what we're going to do is we are going to use this brush to stimulate the capillaries in your stomach." Okay. So she took what looks like a horse brush, like a round hand brush, yeah, and she uh, did circular motions on my belly. All, right. All the way around, and it, and you know, it was, it was pretty exfoliating. It was a little you
1: feel it was scrubbing, yeah, pulling yeah, yeah. off the outer layer of skin.
0: Calling it painful would be too strong a word, but it was a little uncomfortable. It was
1: rough, okay? Yeah,
0: rough, yeah, like carpet burn or something. Gotcha. Anyway, so she did that, and then she said, and now we're going to apply the tinctures.
1: Tinctures. Yes. Oh, you've got a lot of experience with those.
0: (laughs) I love those. So she she took out these little vials of what looked like oils. They were probably an inch and a half long and cylindrical and the cylinder having maybe half an inch in diameter.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. That sounds familiar. This is fascinating hearing the things that I experienced and the things I didn't.
0: Oh, okay. It was kind of amber colored, I'd say. Mm Mm-hmm. So she opened those up and started rubbing those on my belly and my uh, like lower back, and then she also put on some lotion, which seemed to just be like a pretty typical like hand lotion. But she said that the combination of these two things, once we turn the machine on, they would go right to my fat cells. this is magic stuff and the Oils in particular, I guess, had seaweed extract, Mm -hmm. which is very important. The seaweed goes and attacks those toxins. 16th floor,
1: important. (laughs) Seaweed, important. Got it. Exactly.
0: That's all you need to take from this. (laughs) So then she said, okay, uh, now I need to get the clay ready. So she pulls out this big plastic bag of clay And I said, oh, wait, what kind of clay is it? Because two days before, I had put a clay mask on in my stateroom and broken out in a horrible allergic reaction. Oh,
1: that's the exact opposite of what clay is supposed to do for you. Yep. Soothe your skin.
0: Yep. Yeah. I was like, when I put it on, I was like, oh, this is kind of itchy, weird. And then about five or six minutes in, I was like, oh, this can't be normal. And what took it was off the and I had a rash in- all over my face. What was in there? So I looked at the ingredient list and there was nothing I recognized as an allergen I know about. So... I don't know. But Drew looked it up online and saw a lot of people saying they have reactions to clay masks. Oh, goodness. Yeah. So I tell her all this and she's like, oh, it's not from a volcano. Uh, Okay. uh. Well, all right. (laughs) Let's give it a go. But then she said, and it's not going to touch your skin.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Did yours touch your skin? Yes, it did. uh, Okay. Because... Later, I started looking up ionothermy experiences from other people, yeah, and it seemed like most people had touched their skin, but she was right. For the most part, it didn't. Okay, So in her style of ionothermy, she took the clay and she kind of scraped it out the way a painter would scrape paint onto a canvas, like uh-huh. a little stick, and she rubbed that on the bed where I was about to lay, and then she took some gauze and laid mm. that over the clay. Mm-hmm. And I did feel it a little bit, and it was a little itchy, but it, it was bearable.
1: Okay, there was gauze similarly involved in in my experience, but definitely clay touched my skin. Uh,
0: okay, so she had me lay on the gauze, and she hooked up electrodes to the gauze, and she said, "This one gives out negative ions, and this one gives out positive ions," showing me the two clips.
1: Okay, yes. She
0: put them on either side of the sheet that I was laying on. And then she put another device over the top of me with some oils, and it was like a sheet of little electrode things that would make my belly muscles tighten and loosen, Mm -hmm. a lot like the Flex Belt.
1: Okay, yes.
0: So then she showed me where she was going to plug them all in. I started saying, can I take pictures of this? My friend Ross is really interested in doing this, too. And she said, oh, sure, sure, sure. So she showed me the little electric thing and took a picture of it. Nice. Then she started it going. And I've noticed two things right away and they both reminded me of prior investigations. Hmm. My stomach felt like the flex belt, it was contracting and releasing, contracting and releasing. Yeah. Whereas my back felt like the think. It was getting that tingly tingly electric feel. Little
1: pins and needles. Uh-huh. Yes. That
0: I find pretty irritating. I forgot to say, Mm. before all this, she did measure me to get accurate before and after measurements. Okay. And she wrote down on a little, she had this little chart thing where she put down like the inches around my upper waist like right below my bust and then my natural waist and then my lower waist and then my hips okay four different measurements i think and when she left the room i grabbed the tape and just checked one of them to see if i got the same reading and i did okay so okay to regret it yeah so yeah so we were going to use those measurements to compare to after the treatment right yeah. So it took probably half an hour, maybe a little bit longer for the actual treatment itself. Through that, we talked about the cities in England that we like. Mm. Um, we talked about devices one uses when one is menstruating. Okay. Personally, I'm a fan of the Diva Cup. She knows that she should try the Diva Cup, but she just hasn't gotten around to it yet. But I know that it's most feeling. environmentally friendly option and she wants to do it.
1: Did she try to ratchet up the paint at all? Did she talk about the levels or the settings on the dials?
0: At one point, she tried to turn it up, and we were just kind of finding my limit, Mm -hmm. and so we found it, and then she just backed off slightly, and she said, okay, that's good. And I want to say she said there were only a few settings, and it was like medium, Okay. Yeah, so then when it was done, my belly was very red. Uh Uh-huh. I got up and wiped my body off, which at this point was very oily and gross. Yeah. She left the room for that. And then she came back and measured me again and she wasn't letting me see her measure not i don't think she was intentionally keeping it from me but she was just sort of doing her own thing and mm-hmm. measuring me and writing down the figures and then she said okay i'm gonna leave the room while you dress and i'm gonna crunch these numbers <laughs> which like, How much
1: crunching is involved i know
0: that's what i thought like uh well we could probably do that right here She probably softly okay.
1: chew on them
0: yeah <laughs> so she left the room I put my clothes back on, and then she came back in and she said, well, you lost three and a half inches.
1: Cumulatively over four measurements.
0: Right. And also, I'm looking at myself in the mirror, and I'm like, I look exactly Uh the same. (laughs) Like, if the whole point of this is aesthetic, I'm looking at myself and I look the same.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: that's, That's all she wrote.
1: But that that was one treatment, so
0: a touche, touche. But
1: they say it's supposed to be immediate, even after one,
0: right? That most people see a little bit, and yeah, I mean, three and a half inches—that's quite a lot. Yeah. So she shows me the little chart, and indeed, I had lost no inches under my bust, okay, but like somewhere around three quarters of an inch at my natural waist. I think about an inch at my unnatural waist, my lower waist, and then another, you know three-quarters of an inch or half an inch or something at my hips.
1: I'm sure there are many women who would be upset if they lost inches around their bust.
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: Or other parts of their body.
0: Yeah, this they take it right below the bust, which okay. is so like what your band size would be. Where
1: you've got the, the rib cage, essentially. Yeah. Okay,
0: That did stay the same. But yeah, I mean, every change was around an inch or less, which, you know, You just pull the tape a little tighter. Sure. And I don't think this woman was a con artist at all. I think she bought it. She seemed really excited for me. But, you know, there's no blinding there. Of course. So. Okay. I think that's what was going on. Then she tried to send me home with a home care kit. But the home care kit was, I think it was four hundred fifty dollars. Oh no! I know. Wow. And I said, "Oh, you know, it's a little out of my budget." And she said, "Okay, okay. If it's out of your budget, then what I'd recommend is just the tinctures, the oils, because <laughs> with that, it's I it was like two hundred twenty or something. Oh goodness! But you do need the brush, and the brush is another twenty five. But you know, you're getting away with. Two fifty or whatever it was right. And I was like, "Oh yeah, okay. Well, I'm gonna go down to um, floor six. That's important, mm-hmm. and check Noted. what and check what my stateroom balance is, and uh, you know, come back up if I if I can manage it." She said, "Okay, great." And of course, I did <laughs> not return.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's always a tough situation to put people I into know. though you've just made a new friend yeah they want to sell this they offer you the more expensive one then they bring it down you're right there you go this one's a real deal it's only 200 something dollars and you're
0: acutely aware that they're working on commission and yep. they're really hoping you do this yeah but i just wasn't prepared to pay 200 bucks for some seaweed oil
1: <laughs> so you went back and got to meet up with drew again
0: yes i did and he said have you lost weight no, yeah <laughs> He said, did you do it? And I said, yeah. And then I told him the story I just told you. Sounds
1: like the whole thing took maybe an hour.
0: Uh, It was actually a little over an hour, all things told. So I was late for the screening of The Secrets of Jonathan Sperry. The Cristiano brothers, Gavin McCloud movie that Gavin McCloud had convinced Princess Cruises to play on the
1: ship. What? (laughs) Some overtly Christian.
0: Yeah. Oh my God! You have no idea. During his Q and A, he talked about Jesus nonstop. Oh, just so much Jesus. But it's a really older crowd on Princess Cruises, so they were all okay with it. Yeah, and you know, it took off out of Florida. So we sure. got, uh, I think, a more religious, more conservative, and older crowd in general. So okay. people were clapping. People loved it, and I gotta admit, I loved it too. Okay, yeah, it was the best.
1: Maybe for slightly different reasons, but yeah.
0: But I, I find it comforting, you know. I, I grew got up to, in the whole world. I got
1: to meet Mickey Rooney in his later years, mm. not too long before he passed away, and he was very. Jesus-y. Uh-huh. Any, any chance he could, you know, he was talking about how the Lord had changed his life. Aww. Good for him. I'm glad. Yeah.
0: So I want to hear what happened to you. Me too. But my first love would be hearing you talk about your experience. Okay. And my second love would be The Secrets of Jonathan Sperry. But my third love
1: is Would be a bra. Like,
0: Brazier's. That's <laughs> right. I love a good Brazier and this episode is supported in part- Bye.
1: Third love.
0: Third love. Because you know, Ross, 50% of women fall in between the standard cup sizes. So third love invented half cup sizing.
1: That's right. They're dedicated to making bras that fit perfectly and feel great. And they have 70 sizes. That
0: which is a freaking lot of a, sizes. A
1: sizable number of sizes. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm excited, actually. Uh, Cara and I are going to order her some bras from Third Love. And nice. And we are excited to see them. Cara's already picked some out.
0: Oh, I'm excited for her.
1: And her first reaction, we pulled up the website and she said, oh, those are very pretty.
0: Yeah, they're very pretty. They're very comfortable. I actually, I went to a party recently and I was talking to my friend Kate, Kate Raft. Hi, Kate Raft. And... She was talking about how she needs new bras. She doesn't know where to go. And I said, at the risk of sounding like a podcast, Third Love bras are like really <laughs> good. I'm wearing one right now. And then I showed her the strap, which has the accordion thing on yeah. it. She was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And I told her our discount code. This isn't my personal life. This is a thing that happened.
1: <laughs> and you took a risk. It worked out.
0: Yeah. Uh, at,
1: at the risk of sounding like oh, a podcast. Oh,
0: gotcha. Yes, yes, yes. Also, Risk is a good podcast.
1: So Third Love bras have tagless labels, memory foam cups, memory foam, it gets around, <laughs> and straps that won't slip. Third Love is dedicated to being the most comfortable bra you'll own.
0: I really can verify this non-slip strap thing because that's my biggest complaint about bras. That's and awesome. They stay. They actually stay.
1: This means more coming from you. Here I am, a guy telling you about these bras, but
0: right. <laughs> but I'm okay. telling you, it works. That's they great. Stay up there. So go to thirdlove.com/slash. Oh no! Now to find your perfect-fitting bra,
1: and you'll get 15% off your first purchase.
0: That's thirdlove.com/slash. Oh no! For 15% off today.
1: All right. So let me tell you, Carrie, about my experience getting ionothermy. Yeah. So I drove out on a Sunday afternoon. It was the last possible appointment I could make that day Mm. for 4.30. And, oh, boy, the whole idea is you're supposed to come into this relaxing spa. And I had built up as much stress as I possibly could trying (laughs) to drive across town. Oh, yeah. You know, it's over the hill. For anyone who lives in the L.A. area, I'm coming from Burbank. And so you have to travel over yeah. very congested roads to get to sunset. And then I had this Uber driver who honked at me and one of my pet peeves is being honked at for no reason. Uh-huh. And so I honked at him <laughs> and then he followed me. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and so I, my escape was to get into the parking lot for this place. And then I, I come up to Equinox and they say, oh, you're going to want to go upstairs to the Spa, but the stairs are hidden behind this locked door. What, <laughs> I, I like this, a
0: secret door? Well,
1: I guess you have to have like some sort of key card or something, oh, okay. Or they only open outward. Anyways, I can't Not get up like the, the stairs. Magic castle. So by the time I get there, I am ten minutes late. I've had all of these oh, no. crazy things getting in the way, and fortunately, my practitioner was running late with his last appointment, mm. and so he wasn't ready yet. We'll call him Xander. Okay. So at the front desk. They said, "Well, uh, go ahead. We're going to give you this robe and slippers. You can go into the men's locker room, take a shower beforehand. You should uh-huh. do that."
0: Oh, interesting. Okay, I didn't cool. Have to do that.
1: So I go in there, and it's this really fancy. Almost feels just too fancy for me. Everything just feels super posh. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm getting my clothes off, and I put on the robe. And uh, oh, they also gave me water, by the way. So I've been drinking water. So uh-huh. that's Similar,
0: I got cucumber water. So,
1: mine was the uh, bottled Fiji water, oh, okay. Fuji water, Fiji.
0: I think it's Foo- Fiji. Oh, this is a good question. Car- Stop everything, everybody. What is it? Everyone who's driving right now is like, Oh, I wish I could look that up. Come on, I think guys, it's Fiji. it's Fiji
1: water. Yeah, it is Fiji. water. Okay, phew. Carl likes that water. I like not drinking bottled water, but yeah, sure, that's what I had. So, I randomized the dials on mm-hmm. the locker combo as I'm about to head to take a shower mm-hmm. and then realize I just changed the code. Oh, no. And so now I'm locked out of my stuff. Oh, no. And so I have to go talk to one of the maintenance people and they go talk to the front desk and someone comes. So I'm sitting there waiting for eight minutes for someone to come <laughs> oh, no. get me out of this peccadillo. Yeah, you're Right? And so finally I get my stuff on and I'm feeling embarrassed because... I was told the guy would be waiting for me right outside the door and I've been taking way too long and I haven't showered. So I just go out there and... All of these other stresses are building up. So I think, oh, well, now I really need this. <laughs> <laughs> so he's very, very. Su- I
0: really need this ionothermic.
1: <laughs> he's very sweet and patient. And he hasn't shown any signs of being annoyed with me delaying the start of this final appointment of his day. And he takes me down a row of rooms, quiet rooms. And you can see in each one that isn't already closed, there's a little candle glowing. And it looks like a normal spa. Area. Mm-hmm. So he picks one room for me, and it's somewhere between a doctor's office and a, a spa facility because mm-hmm. you have these various devices, you know, white things with cantilevered necks that stick out for some other therapy that they offer, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's got his own particular setup for doing the ionothermy. And I start asking him questions and apologize in advance. I ask a lot of questions. He says, Oh, I love that. No, that's great. So we established I can ask anything I need to. And he doesn't use the brush at all. Oh, okay. Every other account I've read about Ionothermy since then mentions yeah. using the brush. Uh-huh. Maybe it's because I took too long. He's thinking, oh, I'll give you the brush. I've mean, <laughs> been on time. I'm mean, going to give
0: you the brush off.
1: <laughs> but instead, he mixed together this little, I would say mortar and pistol, but uh-huh. it was just a little rubbery container. Yep. Where he mixed together a few different things, and he told me it was a thinning agent. A firming agent. Oh. And a diuretic. Oh. And he's putting this on my skin. So
0: for anyone who doesn't know, diuretic means makes you
1: pee. Right, makes you pee. And I said, D- doesn't that mean that it's supposed to make you pee? Yeah. And he said, yeah, don't worry. It's going on the outside of your skin. So it, it won't make you need to pee. Oh. But why, why are you putting it on me? Yeah, then? yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, he brushes those on just above my underwear. And he did check as we first got in. He asked, are you wearing underwear? <laughs> I said, yes, I am. I'm sure he's had I some- ask you
0: that before every recording.
1: Awkward, <laughs> awkward <laughs> run-ins before. Oh, good, because otherwise I would have gone to get you some underwear. Ah, so interesting. So now I'm thinking- Whereas
0: I was told to take mine off and put on.
1: Ah, I'm guessing underwear. I would have gotten the disposable underwear, which might have been a good call in the end.
0: It is not flattering though, let me tell you.
1: All right, well, I guess I wouldn't be going for flattering. <laughs> I picture it being semi-see-through. It wasn't, I assume.
0: No, it wasn't see through, but it was like just a strip that. So it was like unisex, and it was just a strip that would cover like your crack, and then all the way up to either the top of your vulva or over your peener. Okay, and then just like you know, strings connecting that strap.
1: As utilitarian as a pair of underwear can be. Exactly. Okay. Well, I had my own, and so he has me stand. First, with my back toward him, and he lathers this new substance on the back, and then he has me turn around and he puts it on the front, all around my midsection. Cause I've told him, yeah, that's where I want to lose fat. He said Mm. most people are that way. He mentioned other common places where, say, women want to have the electrodes, but he said there's six total. What's common is for men who want to have four on their belly and two on the like lateral obliques like mm, just sort of handles yeah sort mm-hmm. of right on the the back side of those side muscles and i said oh that sounds good let's go ahead with that because yeah that's really where i'd want to take fat off and he said yeah the people see immediate results he didn't measure me beforehand though
0: see now that's weird
1: yeah but i measured me before then
0: Did the, did he say anything about losing inches
1: he did. He responded to that question and says, oh, oh yeah. Okay.
0: But it wasn't part of the sales pitch, per se. No, it wasn't. Okay.
1: I had called asking for this in the first place, and mm-hmm. he just happened to be one of the people who offered it. Mm-hmm. So after he'd put all of that stuff on my middle, he had me lie down face up on this bed. He then pulled out the bags of this clay stuff.
0: Oh, well, you're already laying
1: down. Yeah, and I asked him. He said that they just get those sort of pre sent as powder Right. And then they add water to it and heat mm-hmm. it up, hot water and mix. And then they add the algae solution. That's the other mm-hmm. important added piece. So he was there sort of getting it ready and mixing it up. And then I got to see him sort of paint it onto this pad that was covered in plastic. And then he put that gauze on top of it. And he had me. So this is
0: all on top of you.
1: Uh, no, he had me lift up my whole midsection where mm-hmm. my shoulders were still touching the bed and my feet were still touching the bed. But, oh, but I was just like sort a of
0: cat stretch. I'm um,
1: yeah, I'm arching myself upward so he can slide that underneath my body.
0: What? <laughs> That's strange. <laughs> we could
1: have done this differently, but yep. it works. Okay. And so now I'm on top of that portion.
0: <laughs> That's so weird. Okay.
1: And then he lays wet gauze over my belly, mm-hmm. and then he paints on the clay onto that side. And he places the electrodes and then puts some more clay on top of them. So there's this whole big goopy thing. So then we were ready to get started and he had all of these blue wires running to this control box Mm -hmm. and the the blue was all this kind of soft rubber and I felt it, it was right next to my hand which was laying by my body. Oh yeah, that was another thing that he said he added to this and that was wrapping me up in multiple layers. So, oh. he, yeah, he brought over one layer of plastic and then brought it up <laughs> on the other side and just kind of wrapped me Burrito? in three or four layers. Huh. And he said, this will make you sweat a lot more, oh. which will just oh, okay. help. It'll help remove toxins.
0: Gotta get those toxins out. Gotta get them out.
1: And it's just gonna help you lose more inches. Okay. Let's... Did you
0: ask him where the toxins came from?
1: Yeah, I, I asked him how all of this works you remove toxins and he said it's the contracting motion of this energy being applied to your cells that they're squeezing and then releasing and squeezing it's just Mm. all those toxins that have become stagnant it's pushing them out of your system
0: i'm sure it's all true i'm sure it's all true i asked my lady where my toxins came from and she said if i eat a lot of bad food and i was like And she said, well, it could also be in your environment. could also be in your environment. Uh Things you breathe.
1: Living in LA and all that.
0: That's how you get fat?
1: Yeah, I was asking him various questions throughout all of this. He said that he's been doing this for 10 years, Mm. and he's been at Equinox for 11 years. Wow. So he was in that first crew to learn it. And a couple people who administer ionothermy, or the body melt, have left recently, but there's still him and another person I think he sensed that my questioning there was wondering if there were other people I could seek out. And he said, oh, but I'm available anytime. I just live two (laughs) blocks away. So just let me know. I'm willing to come down even if it's not a regular day I'm working. Oh, wow. Just sweet. Super sweet guy. Really enjoyed talking to him. Nice Nice. guy. So he cranked up the electricity at first to 35. There was a 99 scale on this device. And he asked me if that was comfortable. And I said, yeah, yeah, feel free to... You know, crank it up a bit. And he said, Well, usually people who've done it before, I put them at 50. I said, Okay, well, let's try that. So he brought me up to 50. I said, Okay, yeah, definitely feel that uh, for sure. And it did feel like the flex belt. Mm -hmm. And I recognize what you're talking about with all those little electricity pins and needles on your back, on your back in particular. And so it was pretty intense, but he wanted to know on a scale of one to 10, where, where my
0: 10 is the world is made of goat <laughs> sperm right what if he had said that When
1: whenever someone asked me a scale of 1 to 10 question uh-huh. I kind of wait like are you is this a reference <laughs> is this is a reference no, to no, my pe- thing pe- people oh, no. just do that in general and that's why we did it in right. the first place <laughs> so yeah he just wanted to know my discomfort you know between I can't feel it at all at zero and mm-hmm. this is really uncomfortable at 10 I am Jesus on
0: the cross right
1: now <laughs> yeah and I said oh well, I'd say like you know six, six or seven. He said, "Okay, well, let's get up to a solid seven. And So wow, okay. Yeah. So he he cranked it up a bit, but I like this because you know there's the machismo part of me that wants to say, "Yeah, crank it up, man. I, I can handle it." Of course. And so we get up to mm, sixty-five. I think we stayed there most of the time, and then he said, "Well, for guys who do this who don't have much body fat." at all, mm-hmm. they're really sensitive because mm. that fat sort of protects you from the electricity. Oh, ah, right, okay. And so women can often get up to 99, no problem. Ah. Uh, but if there's a guy who comes in here is who's real cut, uh-huh. He will feel pain at 40 and say, whoa, I can't handle anymore. Uh,
0: interesting. So I
1: thought that was an interesting way for you to be like, yeah, crank it up. And then be like, oh, actually, it would be better if I couldn't handle it. Anymore. <laughs> but I, I kept telling him to crank it up. I got plenty of fat there. Which, by the way, helped me realize that by cut up, he meant just really muscular. Right. Because early on, he said, this is going to cut you up.
0: And oh. I thought,
1: is there some aspect of this I didn't read about? <laughs> I mean I didn't look You
0: are about to have surgery, sir.
1: I didn't look very closely into it. I'm, I'm gonna draw blood or something. <laughs> no, thankfully that's not what he meant by getting cut up. So yeah, it it would turn on for four seconds, let you rest for a couple seconds, and then mm. zap you again. Mm-hmm. And each time I could feel my body sort of arch upward at the back a bit. Uh I think is mm-hmm. I don't is it an evasive move or something? But you can't help but tense up. You're doing yeah, it. You're feeling sure. those muscles engage for sure. And over time, I was starting to feel a bit of discomfort in my lower back. And so I mentioned this to him. And he said, oh, yeah, that's pretty normal. Mm. And I said, "Okay, well, I assume that's just like for the duration of this. But I really feel that tensing up in my lower back and the soreness. And we went for a full hour. Okay, He said usually a session will take 80 minutes. And we had scheduled an hour and a half. And I'd already chewed into this quite a bit with all my foibles at the beginning. We let that machine run for an hour, and he gave me regular updates. Oh, you've got this much longer. Should we crank it up a little more? Mm-hmm. Should we crank it up a little more? So it was just gradually rising. I think we ended at seventy, and that was pretty intense. He wanted to yeah. keep. Yeah, you get used to it after a while too. You just mm-hmm. it yeah. becomes this the body's new norm, and right. so after a while you sort of forget. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm you know convulsing <laughs> repeatedly, and so. He would crank it up a bit more so I'd feel that solid seven discomfort level. I was also sweating like a pig. Do pigs sweat a lot?
0: That's a good question.
1: Because I think I've heard something about very few mammals actually sweating.
0: Yeah, I kind of doubt it because, you know, that's why they cover themselves in mud is to cool themselves down and protect them from sun. So I'd be surprised if they sweat a lot, but...
1: Live science says pigs do have a few sweat glands, but they're not very useful for temperature adjustment.
0: Mm-hmm. There you go.
1: Okay, so I was sweating like a human,
0: uh-huh. quite a bit. <laughs> and now there's a sweaty animal.
1: Definitely was losing at least the water I had just drank, or something. Yeah. And at the end of the hour, he unwrapped me, and my underwear was drenched. Oh, with, gross. With clay.
0: Ah, oh, gross. And
1: water. Yeah, it's all these things that had kind of seeped in from this whole process. So I thought, could have used that temporary underwear yeah
0: disposable underwear so
1: i had to uh, later on drive away with oh (laughs) dank underwear (laughs)
0: that's so gross have you washed it super
1: gross no it's sitting in the pile waiting but it's still got like clay on it (laughs) i don't know if that underwear will survive the process my pants too of course became damp by association
0: would you call your underwear a stainer
1: i would not
0: because i have something to say to madeline stainer or maybe it's steiner it's one of those, and it's a message from Allie Becker.
1: And she says, happy belated birthday, Maddiekins! I am so glad Cafe Brazil brought us together to share high school misadventures, brilliant vampire musicals, hilariously smart podcasts like this one, and eight years of birthday celebrations.
0: Life is better with a best friend like you. I love you so much. Here's to another year of nerdy nonsense adventures. Oh, That's really sweet.
1: Happy birthday.
0: Madeline, you really lucked out with a gal like Allie as a BFF.
1: And someone just handed me another Jumbotron
0: Mm -hmm.
1: that is to, this is a great name, Augustine Tourmaline.
0: Amazing name.
1: That's an impressive name there.
0: And is from Mars B. I mean, this is a couple of really winning names.
1: Yeah. From Mars to Augustine? Yeah. I'm in. What, What does it say?
0: Those are good friends. Mars says, I love you more than Ross loves books and (gasps) Carrie loves puppies. You are wonderful in every way, and you've done nothing short of making my life amazing since we met five years ago.
1: That's an extraordinary claim, but I'm buying it. Mars goes on to say, for as long as our futures are intertwined, I want to be by your side, hand in hand. They sound amazing.
0: They do sound amazing. How are you on your reading challenge, by the way?
1: I was ahead for a long time. I'm still ahead, but not as ahead as I was.
0: What was your goal for the year? 34. Oh, okay. My goal is 50 and I'm at 35.
1: Whoa. Oh, that's crazy. I I know we were close for a while. You overtook me clearly. I I think I'm at 27. Okay. There's one I couldn't put on Goodreads because it's a friend's book that hasn't been published yet.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. I think we love books an equal amount.
1: I've slowed down. <laughs> Carrie's upset that Ross was called <laughs> out for loving books.
0: Little, but it's fair enough. I love dogs more than you love dogs.
1: But yeah, right now I'm slowed down in my reading because whenever I want to read, I think oh, I have to read the book about drinking your own pee. <laughs> and then I lose I my motivation feeling. to read.
0: I know that feeling. Yeah. So yeah. I just
1: need to. You gotta uh, speed read that. Power fucker. through it. The the only way out is through, as mm-hmm. they say.
0: As they say. Amen. <laughs>
1: oh, Anyways, back to our investigation. So that was my experience there. I should say he was talking about how Equinox started delivering this, and there's a cruise connection. So one of Equinox's top brass, one of the business guys, was on a cruise. And they offered ionothermy, and he tried it out and said, we've got to offer this. This is so great.
0: Oh, that's how it happens. So
1: it seems like cruises are really the place.
0: It, it, it does. And I wonder what's going on there. I wonder if it's just one of those things where one cruise picked it up, and then you just make the circuit, or if it became there's- became a
1: cultural thing right. with cruise lines. Or
0: you know, is it that you need to be on the high seas, where you're outside the bounds of the, the laws of the United States of America. <laughs> right.
1: International water's required. Yeah. Right where you can have poker tournaments and ionothermy.
0: Actually, I know that's not the case because my friend Ross got it in West Hall.
1: Right, so (laughs) that's not it. But it also has these overtones of spa treatment because there's clay Mm -hmm. involved. And in some ways, it's relaxing. Anyway, so he gave that bit of history, and he said that it was started by a French chemist Yes. about 35 years ago.
0: I got this story too. So my girl said that his name was Oliver Fouche. But then I've also found other names for him, Olivier Fouche, um, yeah. Olivier Fouché, etc.
1: So uh, pick your Olivier or Oliver.
0: But what everyone agrees on is that he was French and that this was invented somewhere around 1983, which is the same year I was invented. Yeah. Yeah. And discovered. Yes, exactly.
1: And then more recently, it came over to the US.
0: Yes, it being ionothermy and not me. Correct. I recently came back to the U.S. too.
1: Fair point. Another thing I really loved was that as he was getting ready to apply the final layers of gauze or whatever it was, clay, he sprinkled on, like you said, this oil of some sort. Uh And he had one that went under my back. And he said that was... Positive ions, he said. It's important that mm. as we're creating this electrical circuit that we have positive ions down here.
0: Positive ions, important.
1: And then he had a separate one. Yeah, it was kind of like a linseed oil color or something like that. Just ever so slightly not transparent, but okay. a little bit of yellowishness to it. And then he put it on a different one. He had a different vial and he put that on my belly.
0: So he did this all after the...
1: No, no, it was during. I just oh, am okay. now remembering Okay, gotcha. uh, as he was applying all these layers because you
0: know that was the actual active ingredient that's oh. what we're trying to push <laughs> into those muscles oh really mm-hmm.
1: and so the negative ions went on the the top of me and i said oh, okay well that's interesting what you know, why is that necessary or what's in there and he said you know i i don't even really know what's in here it's just that's what i've been told he's been doing this for <laughs> 10 years i just like that uh, all of this was attended by a little bit of uh, mystery and So, afterward, he gave me some time alone to change back into my robe and to finish up there. He kept it pretty clean, though. I wasn't covered in all the gunk you're describing. Oh, okay. So, I was able to get a few pictures of the little machine and some of the other implements. And he gave me a little cup. He asked if I was going to take a shower afterwards. And I said, yeah. So, he said, okay, well, here, take this little plastic bowl where I mix that initial substance. Uh And when you're done with your shower and dry off... Just put another layer of it on your back and belly.
0: Oh, okay. That'll help
1: continue this. But he didn't measure me afterwards either. Hmm. That was well, did
0: you look in the mirror?
1: I looked in the mirror. I felt like I looked the same. And both before and after, I used a USB cable. <laughs> to measure my belly as I did before we recorded this podcast mm-hmm. and there was no change whatsoever
0: that you could see from, yeah. from you, your USB cord
1: and yes. I had marked exactly where the ends of the USB cord overlapped mm-hmm, and it was mm-hmm. the same each time so I'd right. say it's a pretty accurate measure
0: It's but also you know these before and after measurements are notoriously hard to get accurate because yes. you know you can hold in your stomach you can push it out it, you could do those things without meaning to
1: right and within any given day you're just going to have natural fluctuations between totally. meals and after sleep
0: your posture can affect it quite a bit
1: I was also weighing myself he said that I would see the most results two days later okay and two days later
0: I did weigh- now.
1: yes and okay. I do weigh a little less as of this morning
0: hey uh, it worked
1: I was down like uh, close to two pounds yeah there's many ways you could describe that no okay they work then <laughs> and yet my belly and I purposefully let my belly just out and as Uncontrolled by muscles as possible, mm-hmm. measured that way, and that stayed consistent okay, uh, but I can see how, after doing that, you would feel mm-hmm. motivated to go exercise, yeah, because it does leave you feeling sore the next day, mm-hmm. my muscles were sore, I mm-hmm. felt it, my butt was even sore.
0: I kind of expected to feel sore and didn't really
1: oh, interesting, yeah, my back was sore, the my lower back in an uncomfortable way that mm-hmm. was actually kind of a downside for the next uh, day. And I'm still feeling it, really. So I can see how it would inspire you to go, oh, now I'm going to run or something. But I purposefully didn't do any exercise afterward. And I'm sort of looking forward to exercising now just because I wanted to Mm -hmm. let Ionothermy do its thing by itself.
0: Uh, Isolate that variable.
1: Yeah, but I'm going to say I didn't see any notable change. That makes sense. So then I went and got myself locked out of that locker again. Oh, no. Got to wait for someone to come rescue me. They took longer this time, I think, to punish me. And then I took a shower. Then I put the stuff on. Then I went home in damp underwear.
0: All right. Since we got home, we said maybe we should now look up the science now that we spent (laughs) $350 on this cumulatively, just like the inches we've lost
1: cumulatively.
0: (laughs) Let's see... Oh, uh, what the science says. Yeah. So uh, th- first of all, thank you to our research group that helped us pull oh, up some studies on this.
1: Yeah. It immediately gave us uh, great, useful answers.
0: Yeah. So there are a few relevant studies published fairly recently, one in 2015, one in 2008, mostly write-ups of a bunch of different procedures like this.
1: Right. Kind of a meta-analysis, similar treatments that were targeted at cellulite. He never mentioned cellulite to me. Hmm. So that's why I was kind of surprised later to learn that usually cellulite is the main focus.
0: Right. And
1: I think it's probably because I came seeking it out rather than them trying to market it to me.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And cellulite is more naturally appears in women.
1: Yeah, I'd be curious to know the percentages I would assume that women use ionothermy far more often than men do.
0: You'd think. For people with XX chromosomes are musculature meshes in a certain way that makes it much more easy to form those little dimples Mm -hmm. that we think of as cellulite so yeah it would make sense that you'd have more female clients than male so in a 2015 study a meta-analysis they looked at different topical formulations that include things like the stuff they put on you in ionotherapy
1: have you ever meta-analysis you didn't like
0: (laughs) are you even listening (laughs) Yes,
1: (laughs) continue.
0: Um, But no, I haven't. So basically, they concluded that most of the studies have really important methodological flaws. They weren't blinded properly or they didn't have the right sort of control group. So if they found a positive result, it just doesn't mean very much.
1: And they didn't mention, they did mention ionotherm, but only in a few studies. So there's not a lot of study specifically about this. Right. As one of our researchers pointed out, there's not often publishing of negative results. Mm-hmm. So that could have been left out.
0: Especially and, when the person who, who chartered funded, this, right, yes. who funded the study, has a vested interest in the study.
1: Right. So often these studies happen because. They're hoping to get positive results that they can then use to advertise. And so if there's negative results, they're just going to brush those under. Let's forget this ever happened. So not not very much science out there to confirm this one way or the other. But it seems like uh, a lot of the aspects of what they're talking about, in particular, the toxins claims, are not justified.
0: Yeah, probably not. And they certainly are red flags because we hear that claim a lot.
1: Yeah. If you're talking about getting rid of toxins, we want to know exactly what you're doing with lead or mercury or something that's an actual toxin.
0: And why is that making me fat?
1: Right. That doesn't make any sense at all. And the body does a very good job of removing toxins on its own. On its own. (laughs) On its own. (laughs) Like body.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So if anybody wants to look up these studies, see, we've got one called Cellulite, an evidence based review and another called Procedures Offered in the Medical Spa Environment. And I particularly recommend the Amy Taub study, Procedures Offered in the Medical Spa Environment, because that specifically deals with ionothermy, though briefly. And she just basically says, yeah, you know, there's no good peer-reviewed science on this particular technique, so go to town if you want to, but you might as well be doing anything.
1: Gotcha. We didn't look this one up, but there's also a non-surgical skin tightening and lifting paper that you could look into as well that talks about ionothermy. Sweet. But it pointed to negative results for ionothermy as a treatment as well.
0: And here's a weird thing. The guy who invented it, hard to find anything about him.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Huh, this I, French chemist.
0: Yeah, I looked him up. I was trying to see, well, okay, is he, does he have any bylines on studies? I found one thing that might be him, but he just seems to have done this one thing and then disappeared.
1: I wonder if he's a chemist like Rael as a race car driver.
0: <laughs> right, totally. Uh, and pop musician. Right. <laughs> I got uh, some literature... On the cruise that I said I you know I wanted to give my friend Ross some of this information, and he's a pretty sciencey guy, so you know, load me up. So they did give me this booklet that they used to try to sell the product, and it had a bunch of testimonials, of course. Mm-hmm. And then in the back, it said how to keep your results consistent. You know, how to upkeep what you've done here. Yeah. And one of the recommendations was vegetarianism. Hey. And I said, well done. <laughs>
1: Mission accomplished.
0: And then it also said to limit your drinking or stop drinking. And I started to think, is this Seventh-day Adventist? (laughs) I was like waiting for it to be like, (laughs) and don't go to church on Sunday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We should say about testimonials, testimonials are interesting and useful and, and you want to hear people's feedback about things. But when it comes to an extraordinary claim, if your main buttress is a collection of testimonials, that's a problem. Right. Just wanted to clarify. Yeah.
0: I actually gave a talk on this very topic at QED in 2012, I think, called In Defense of Anecdotes. That was about how human beings love stories. Stories are a great way to communicate. And, you know, go ahead and use them when the data backs you up. Oh, yeah. But, you know, you want to you wanna meld these two things, the intuitive story and what might be the unintuitive data, but it's still important.
1: yes. Very topical when applied to the skin. (laughs) Exactly. But before we give everyone our ratings, we should probably tell our listeners about other high-quality podcasts that they can listen to.
0: Absolutely.
1: Where would they find those?
0: Oh, probably MaximumFun.org. Hi, I'm Biz, And I'm Teresa.
1: And we host One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting.
0: Whether you are a parent or just know kids exist in the world, join us each week as we honestly share what it's like to be a parent. I'm just going to end with this.
1: Everybody, you're doing a remarkable job of swimming through the shit show that is parenting. So join us each week as we judge less, laugh more, and remind you that you are doing a great job.
0: Find us on MaximumFun.org, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That is a good show. Right? That is good stuff.
1: So, Carrie, what would you give Ionothermy on a creepiness value or one is something not creepy at all? It's actually no. really nice. You walk out into a park uh-huh. and uh, there's butterflies flying huh. around. You've got your dog with you. Oh, boy. And Ella is just so happy. I don't know. What does Ella do when there are butterflies?
0: Uh, I think she'd probably sniff them.
1: Okay. Okay. But a ten is something very creepy. Ooh. You go to the park. And there are butterflies. Okay. But the butterflies form a circle around you. <laughs> okay. And they begin flapping their wings and they're facing directly towards you, like you're the <laughs> middle of their concentric circle. Uh. And they're flapping their wings in unison and they slowly start to grow and it's get larger. It's
0: like Birdemic. Okay.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <and> they, <laughs> Birdemic. <laughs> oh, that movie is so hilariously bad. Uh-huh. And they grow until they're six feet tall. Oh, jeez. G- giant. And, you know, normally you don't really pay attention to the middle of the butterfly, but now it's a giant insect. Oh, yeah. With giant wings and it's forming a barrier and uh, you're not sure you can escape.
0: Yeah, that's a 10.
1: Okay. What would you give Ionothermy?
0: Uh, is it creepy? I don't think I was creeped out. So I'm just going to say one. I'm not going to overthink it.
1: I'm with you. There was no creepy aspect to this and I had a very delightful conversation with Xander.
0: All right, perfect. What about pseudoscience where oh. one is something that's just not pseudoscience? Okay. Okay. Like vaccines have helped eradicate and decimate many diseases oh, yeah, are one of the greatest inventions of human health history. Boy,
1: there should be nothing more obvious than getting vaccines for your children mm-hmm. and your pets.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh And then 10 is something very pseudoscientific. Okay. Like, I'm going to make you skinny by rubbing your body with goat sperm. Oh, that's a 10. Yeah, that's a 10.
1: All right. I would say... <laughs> This is pretty solid on the pseudoscience because mm-hmm. it's blending together all these different versions mm-hmm. of pseudoscience. Yeah, These various explanations, the toxins, the electrical stimulation, which does do something to your body.
0: Yes, it does your con- muscles contract. It does
1: contract those muscles. I'm not sure how useful that is for building muscle or mm-hmm. burning fat, but it's definitely doing something. So they, they get some points there i'd say it's still a pretty thick mixture of pseudoscience that is then applied as a clay to your belly i'm gonna give it a seven
0: okay i was thinking eight but All yeah
1: it's right. yeah. Yeah. justifiable
0: thank you thank you
1: well then carrie what about a pocket drainer value where one is something not very pocket draining you are hungry and it turns out your place of work is offering a free banana so you go grab one.
0: Oh, that just recently happened to you
1: <laughs> Indeed. But 10 is something incredibly pocket draining. Okay. You you go out for a meal and afterwards they bring you a bill for $60 and they say, this is your first in an installment plan. <laughs> You're going to pay this meal off over the next year, $60 a week.
0: Wow. And it's just me?
1: Yeah. And it was one meal and it was good. It was good food, mind you. But it's just, it's too much. It's really too much, Carrie.
0: Was the meal me ordering everything at Pizza Planet? <laughs> so that's like,
1: a you did reasonable. do that. Yes, I did. That was crazy. But let's say that it was so expensive that uh, you will be paying it off for the next year.
0: Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I think this is pretty expensive for what you're getting. Uh, yeah. A single spa treatment being in the neighborhood of $200 is you know, a lot, especially for something that may or may not work. So, Mm, I'm going to give it a seven.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you at seven. It's very expensive. It's one of those things where, as they said, $210, and I'd already committed myself (laughs) to doing it mentally, Mm. and I didn't want to go anywhere else. I thought, oh, man, there's (laughs) no way I would do this if I was not doing it for a podcast. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it was, on some level, it was relaxing. It felt nice. There were many things I would do differently a second time around, but... Yeah, not for, all told, $230.
0: Too much. It's too much. That's too much. What about a danger rating, where one is something not at all dangerous, like, Ella Poppy licks your nose. Oh. And 10 is something very dangerous. Like Ella Poppy licks your nose, but she's recently been licking botulism
1: oh. <laughs>
0: and just goes straight up in there. Oh, no. As well, a tent.
1: Now we really need to worry about For you her. For her. Yeah. yeah. I reacted as though I let Ella lick my nose. I'm not into that. I'll tell her. <laughs> she tries. Yeah, please tell her. <laughs> <laughs> we get along swimmingly, but I don't need my nose Like, Anyways.
0: She loves snot. <laughs> Does she? Oh my God. She loves snot. Okay. Human snot, there's nothing tastier to Ella Poppy.
1: That's disgusting. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a different rating. Uh, danger, I'm going to give this. I don't think it's too dangerous. Mm-hmm. I think if the person administering it wasn't doing a good job and somehow applied the electrodes directly to your skin and you had some sort of skin issue mm-hmm. or if you had an allergy, there are various ways this could go south. But mm-hmm. I think generally if it's done the way it's supposed to be done with someone who's alert and paying attention to you.
0: And you're given proper warnings about
1: yeah, I think,
0: contraindications you could have.
1: I think you'll be fine. You are dealing with electricity, eh, I'll say 1.5. Yeah,
0: yeah. The only...
1: I did have some back pain, too.
0: Okay. Yeah, the only thing that even comes to mind is that as I was talking to her, it just occurred to me suddenly like, oh, what about women who have Esher, which is like a metal coil they put in your fallopian tubes, Oh, I'm not familiar with that. Okay. It's actually been taken off the market because there were so many people who had bad experiences. But yeah, it's like a coil they put up in your fallopian tube and then... Scar tissue forms around it, and it's permanent birth control. Oh. But you end up having this metal coil that is permanently stuck in your abdomen, right? Yeah, wow. so I said, well, what about that, like you would think you wouldn't want electrodes. That would be a
1: contraindication, I would imagine. Connected
0: to that. Yeah, and she said, oh, do you have that? And I was like, uh-huh.
1: no. <laughs> I'm just, oh, okay, good. I'm just generally curious, and I right. think of counterexamples.
0: Right, right. But she said, oh, yeah, 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 know that's not okay. But, like, I hadn't been asked. So, you know, not the greatest.
1: One of the sources we read mentioned contraindications for pacemakers uh-huh. and other conditions. So, yeah, I think generally you're going to be okay, but yeah. if you're one of those outliers.
0: Also, if you've gotten that procedure, you're probably thinking about this every time you get something
1: afterwards. Exactly, yeah. yeah there that,
0: is some personal responsibility. But Like when you're pregnant,
1: her. you realize right. there are things I cannot do and at I this time. probably ask. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, you know, it's possible to screw this up, but yeah, I'm with you. It's like a two.
1: I'm reminded we should mention another helpful resource that we had during this episode's prep, and that's an episode of Skeptoid uh-huh. by Jeff Wagg on Ionothermy, so recommend listening to or reading that as yeah,
0: well. Yeah, I didn't even listen to it. I just read it, and I said, hey, Jeff Wag, good job. We used to work at the same place.
1: Ah, yeah. well mm-hmm.
0: done. Nice guy. Oh, what was your favorite moment?
1: Oh, favorite moment. Probably just talking to the guy. It, Talking was,
0: to the old guy. it was a nice conversation. To yep,
1: and the shower afterwards, where I got the gunk off of me.
0: Yeah, I didn't have any big lightning bolt moments either. I had a nice conversation with the lady. So hey,
1: I mean, she was no, she was no Janine.
0: Yeah, no, she was really sweet. <laughs> I, I probably should have written a testimonial for her. Yeah, she I needs was, to
1: get her name on the books.
0: <laughs> I know, but I was running out to go see the secrets of Jonathan Sperry
1: okay well that's important
0: and then to attend a pasta making class Ooh, guys cruises are the best
1: <laughs> awesome
0: yeah i also wanted to mention before we go that it is ovarian cancer awareness month Mm-hmm. My mom's an ovarian cancer survivor. My grandmother died of it. It is a very, very, very deadly cancer and very hard to spot. Oh, man. So it's good to be aware of your genetic history. This is something that, you know, they can test for. If you have BRCA1, BRCA2... RAD51C, RAD51D, Lynch syndrome genes. There are a lot of things they can test for that'll say, oh, okay, you know, you're at higher risk for this. We need to watch you more closely.
1: Is this something you can find out with, say, 23andMe, one of those services?
0: With 23andMe, you can find out if you have BRCA1 and BRCA2. Okay. I'm not sure about some of these other Variance. So you might
1: have to specifically Medic. talk to your doctor mm-hmm. about testing. Okay, uh,
0: asked to go to a genetic counselor. But I have RAD51C, which puts me at a much higher risk. So I recently got a bilateral salpingectomy, which means they took out my fallopes, because now they think that most cases of ovarian cancer start in the fallopian tubes.
1: Let's cut that at the bud.
0: Yeah, I said.
1: And Carrie I, doesn't have any plans to have children.
0: Right, right. And if I if I change my mind. There's already kids. I'll go get one. Nice. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So anyway, be aware of this. People don't talk about ovarian cancer enough. We all know about boob cancer. Right. Talk about the ovarian cancer. Good deal. All right.
1: Well, that's it for our show. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton.
0: This episode is edited by Victor Figueroa.
1: Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer.
0: You can support this and all our investigations by going to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate.
1: And you're a daisy if you do. You can also leave us a positive review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever it is you listen to our show. That helps other people find it, and that is a huge way of supporting us.
0: Or just write it down in a binder on Princess Cruises.
1: That's right. Let's show Janine
0: what we're made of. Yeah, fuck (laughs) you, (laughs) Janine.
1: You can also find pictures and articles and fun videos and all kinds of ONRAC related stuff at facebook.com forward slash on-rack, ONRAC, O N R A C.
0: Which stands for O N O Ross and Carrie. I would say once every two weeks we get a tweet that's like, I just realized ONRAC stands for O N O Ross and Carrie.
1: Well, we should give people that moment, that oh. moment of realization <laughs> late at <laughs> That'll night. That will be
0: their favorite moment. Their
1: eyes pop open <laughs> in the dark. <gasps> I, I get it. I can't
0: believe it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't believe it. That's a Father Ted reference.
0: Oh, okay. I still haven't seen that. Oh, so good. But I've been working through Freaks and Geeks.
1: We just turned our friend, by we I mean Kara and I. Do
0: you have the DVDs? I do. Oh, maybe when we finish Freaks and Geeks, I'll lend that to you and you'll lend Father Ted to us.
1: As they would say in Dances with Wolves, good trade.
0: Great. Uh, is there anything else we're talking about? Nope. All right. Well, that's the end of this podcast.
1: And remember...
0: Ionithermy is a cellulite treatment with added benefits of slimming. Salon treatments are performed using a handheld machine with a thermal clay mixed with a mineral-rich algae. It works by flushing the lymphatic system, the garbage disposal system of the body. Treatments can be done on different parts of the body, such as tummy tuck, butt lift, love handles, thighs and arms yeah mark hey buddy oh hey what's up man
1: um so i'm at this mafia restaurant what? I'm going to go in and ask these guys what they think the best pasta shape is. Mark,
0: they're probably eating I have
1: a hunch that it's probably ravioli. But, I mean, you know what? That's a good idea. Whatever they're eating, I'll just take a look in their bowls Why don't you see what they have. Maybe, There's supposed to be
0: a big meeting there today. Can you see it from the street? That sounds really dangerous. I'm just going to go inside and ask. Don't don't bother them. They're probably eating, you well, know. Look, I'm not threatened by them. How about we tell them what the best pasta is on our podcast, We Got This With Mark and Hal. Oh, that's a great idea. Thank God. Tuesdays at 9? On MaximumFun.org. Hey, I love that show.